So for me, the beginning of Tantra is really connect full on with your body. That's the first step. Osho said there was only one medicine for every, all your problem, and that medicine is meditation. Rada, can we start uh, the whole conversation about what Tantra is by, by you sharing a little bit how your own journey started? How did you become a Tantrika? Okay. It's, uh, it's interesting because uh, for me, there is no background, no knowledge, no nothing about this. It's just I was a 19-year-old young hippie and <laughs> looking for truth, looking for something different that, you know, I would see around me. And uh, it's a long story and you can read it in my book. But uh, basically, I ended up at the feet of my master, Osho. And uh, at 19, I had never heard, I was, uh, you know, uh, South Italy is a very Catholic area of Italy. I used to have family people who were nuns and priests. So I was kind of repressed and sent to mostly nun schools. And I didn't see any truth in whatever they were sharing, nothing. And I didn't imagine that I could be ending up um, marrying and having kids and uh, doing all those kind of things that people do and working and that's it. Then what, what happens after all this? You die and that's it. So this was very important for me. The, I'm sure it is important for many, many people, but we don't get a chance normally to rebel. And uh, I, I'm still today, you know, uh, looking back, wondering how did I get the courage? Because in 19, I was already in India and I had finally already met Osho. And I had no idea beside that, uh, you know, the Beatles, they went to India for some meditation thing. You know, I had no idea about anything to do with enlightenment, with meditation or anything like that. So I met Osho and it was an, a huge explosion for me. And I wasn't um, a person who would uh, bow down to anybody. Uh, you know, I, I was a rebel. <laughs> mm. But in a very short time, I found myself bowing down to Osho and uh, experiencing an amazing energy transmission, which um, also affected me in that moment as something that was uh, mysterious, but also sensuous, sexual, and ecstatic all at the same time. That's the beginning. So I, I started everything without learning or knowing or... You know, I just jumped into the unknown. Mm -hmm. I fell in love so deeply with this person because I also um, never heard anybody speak about sex with so much sacredness, with so much, um, yeah, with, with, as something that was uh, connected to, to beauty, to care, to all those things that, you know, 
normally are not. Something beautifully clean and graceful. And so for me, it was amazing because uh, in those days, as you, I'm sure you know, but anyway, in the ashram, in, the, in Osho's ashram of then, started to be a very free settings and we, we could be very, very free. So I had the, the feeling that I was able to be very free to experience a lot of different things and um, make my mistakes and never being told off about it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> being aware of, of uh, how stupid many times those mistakes are and then just, you know, slowly, slowly grow up and correct the direction. And, but all this was possible because the 100% awareness and meditation had always been put along. You know, you are in the middle of this revolution and uh, being wild. And at the same time, I had a very strong discipline in terms of work, in terms of meditation and a lot of longing right away for something higher and so for something that has to do with enlightenment. Mm. Uh, I actually remembered one, one thing that you wrote about in the book, that uh, yes, there were, were those open times when you were free to meet new people, but at the same time I remember that you took almost a month or two months, you were doing the Latihan meditation and you were just simply being with yourself. I actually know about Latihan from your book. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. And you were sharing it in such a beautiful way, how you were, how it was just great to be on your own. Yes. So it's a beautiful, beautiful way. Um, I would like to ask you, so... What is actually Tantra? I mean, you're talking about sexuality on one hand, but also about meditation on the other hand. But um, what does it lead to? What are the stages of the development, like um, getting on the path of being a Tantrika? And uh, wh where does it take you after a while? Because you've been on this path for, for quite a number of years. You know, for me, there is no stages. For me, Tantra is always the beginning. This is very, very important for me. I'm not a very technical teacher from the point of view of, of learning in stages or anything like that. For me, I say that Tantra is for all and it is for all now. So for me, this is the most important part to see what is happening to you, what is happening to me right now. We are meeting, we are talking, and what is happening now. And this, of course, uh, starts also from uh, being more and more truthful, more and more real, and the sexual energy is at the bottom, at the core of truth. So for me, I think that the first stage, if we want to go into stages, is to awaken sexual energy because it has been put asleep, it has been repressed, it has been perverted. So all those things for an ordinary person who is just uh, starting now are basically the issue is wake up, 
And wake up is not only from the mind, but it's the whole body, you know, the breathing, the expansion of your body-mind system. So this is the, at the base of tantric work. That's why we do so much movement, so many exercises that are into expanding. You know, Tantra, I'm sure you know, means uh, the word Tantra, method to expand, Tantra. And the method to expand is uh, starts from the body. You know, the body is always now. It's the only tool that we have that brings us to the moment of now. You know, you cannot breathe if you're not now. You cannot, um, you know, your, your body cannot have blood circulating through you if you are not in the now. So for me, the beginning of Tantra is really connect full on with your body. That's the first step. In this connection with your body, you can then move into higher levels of consciousness through meditation. My, my system is very simple. My system is very much Osho style. You know, Osho said there was only one medicine for every, all your problem, and that medicine is meditation. I know that your wife is a tantric teacher. I read somewhere. I don't know. Not, not fully, not really, not full time. She is more like working with people, but uh, she did uh, conduct the Tantra workshops. And maybe next year she will conduct, but not like on a regular basis. Okay. But, um, you know, take away, I don't know anything about her, but a lot of these different schools, they are not at all interested in the meditation part. They are interested perhaps in a very nice way about, you know, an awakening of sexual energy, a freedom with sex, um, which is okay. There is no judgment in that. But my interest, having been with Osho by now for about 45 years, uh, it's very much about uh, connecting people with meditation through the methods of Tantra. So it's a lot, a little bit the other way around. It's like, uh, you know, with the donkey, you know, we, we try to make him move with the carrot. So for me, the carrot is the sex, <laughs> which was also very much Osho style. And then, uh, you know, you run after the carrot and that which is sex and the excitement and the anesthesia of sex. And then you reach somewhere where you can you know you couldn't even imagine and it happens a lot and uh, sometimes uh, people even in the weekend they see things completely differently after they have done a weekend i had this question about promiscuity that i wanted to ask you but uh, you actually answer it by saying that it's about awareness and meditation so I guess when people use the word promiscuity, it's more just getting stuck somewhere just in the physical body and not actually moving anywhere else and not being conscious maybe most of the time, just like following some programs, but really not knowing what they're doing. I don't know. That's what is coming to me after what you said. Yeah, but it's a very interesting question because 
You know, we are all generally obviously human and uh, the human, if you look at the reality, the first desire is the one of sex because we were born through sex. So, you know, it's obvious that if we should desire anything, the most simple thing would be sex. And, um, but unfortunately, in our evolution, uh, we have been uh, blocked, repressed, every country, every government, every religion is doing the best to control the population in different ways. And that's at the base always through a repression on sex. And they themselves don't even realize that this is what is happening. I work a lot in different uh, parts of the world, everywhere in the world. Not every, everywhere, but yes, I have been working everywhere. And I only see one thing, that the conditioned mind is everywhere. And uh, if you reach uh, a little bit under the blanket of that conditioned mind, um, a conditioned rational mind, then you can experience some energy which is wild. That is why everybody is so interested in sex. If for years you tell a child, don't, don't eat ice cream, what do you think is going to happen when you open the ice cream and you say, please, but it's a, a very delicate fine line because uh, what happens is the minute you start to eat ice cream, it's so good, you just never want to stop. And uh, this is what um, Tantra is uh, when you want to go further in Tantra. The difficult part is this. You can easily get addicted to the lower rang of the ladder and enjoy your ice cream without guilt maybe even by doing something good for yourself but if nobody is there to remind you or let's say if no conscious effort is there to remind you that you know ice cream is great on sunday <laughs> but <laughs> but maybe not on every day of the week uh, then obviously the whole thing is going to go in a strange direction and many, many, many are doing that. And I, I think it's nothing wrong with being promiscuous for a certain amount of time. If you are needing that, it's nothing wrong. But then you will need to feel that all of this is, uh, is an experiment. It's not your way of life. And I do not... Um, recommend you know open relationships or I, I recommend that there are times in your life which are different you know there are times for you to go wild times for you to be silent and times for you to love or to pray or to be ecstatic so mm -hmm. thank you Radha you just shared about this outliving thing and I recently met a friend, he's, he's like 45 or almost 50, and uh, uh, he has recently found a partner who <laughs> he found her, and uh, they were dating for a year, and it was someone who really reacted to his body. She was really orgasmic with him, for not like once or twice, she was always pleased with him, she was always happy <laughs> with their contact. And uh, now he says that 
it's almost a good moment to die because he feels that he he actually found what he was looking for in sex during all these years. He was looking for this sort of acknowledgement. So now he's able to do something else in his life as well, not only be stuck there. One of the stories in your book that I loved is about the fisher guy, fisherman, <laughs> that you lived with for, for almost a year. There is a context why I would like to ask you about this. I know that you were already with Osho for some time and you were like really deep with him practicing and living with Osho. And then you met this guy. And as far as I remember, you almost lived on a kind of an island. I mean, there were only two of you most of the time. So you were in an isolation with a person who wasn't really meditating. And I'm not judging anyone. I'm just curious um, what you think, whether a tantrika, like a person who is really in need of spirituality, can also be with someone who is very mundane and just needs like very simple things in life. How does it work? How it can work for them? How did it work for you? I have had this experience uh, more than one time. And uh, I am not um, such a person, you know, there are couples, people, and uh, more like individual people. Like, for example, in my, in my groups, I, I tell uh, couples, I totally love to be in relationship, but uh, be aware that uh, for me, Tantra has nothing to do with being in a couple. So if you want to come to my groups, uh, usually the the long residential groups, I don't recommend the couple to come together because it's all about finding out your energy, finding out your own truth. And we get so confused when we are in a relationship with somebody else because we inevitably, we are looking to be loved and to love the other person. So for me, Tantra actually is an individual path, which doesn't mean that you cannot meet someone to be your mirror and work with the person and uh, find out a lot of amazing things together. But in a relationship, we have combined uh, our beautiful spirit with a lot more nonsense which is the nonsense of relating, where we are very messy because of our past, because of uh, all the entanglement that we have with our personality. Uh, so for me, I always thought that my, uh, my path is with myself, and in those days, with my master, in these days also, for me, Osho is still alive fully. You know, my, my melting, my meeting, uh, you know, has come to a place where it, it comes without the other person. And that's what I like people to understand and to learn, because then if you know that, you become extremely independent and not an independence that doesn't need the other, but an independence that can share with the other. So in terms of uh, sharing with a guy or a girl that is nothing to do with meditation, I mean, it's, uh, it's more difficult. You have to be quite advanced for that. But I think in my times with my fishermen, 
it was a very relaxing experience because yes i was living on this island there was only nature around us and the early morning fishing and the very basic kind of life and this was also very nourishing for me that doesn't mean that uh, it gave me an amazing state of ecstasy but it also kind of directed in where is it that i want to go in life so i don't think it's not possible to reach incredibly deep states with people who have nothing to do with meditation but i think it is more fun to do that with people who have a little bit of understanding and knowledge to meditate mm-hmm. thank you i think it's great news for everyone <laughs> <laughs> I have never met Osho myself. I've been editing and uh, translating his discourses into Russian and I have been editing the subtitles because uh, they were often not really what he was saying but they were kind of making it sound a little softer or something like this. And uh, to me everything happened via Osho as well even though I haven't met him my like my wife and my first relationship and how everything happened within the last 12 years so i don't understand you in a way because i have never met him but also understand you as well can you please uh, share some tools or some exercises for people who want to try what tantra is and maybe for someone who has already actually experience something in tantra just to continue the journey because it's one thing to read but it's another to hear it from you because you you've been actually living this for many years and it means like yeah i feel it very differently from you when you say things when you share them so uh, i think i want to give you two very very simple techniques which can be available to anyone but we don't think that it's so simple we think when we think of tantra we think about a lot of different things and chakras and then we think about incense and candles and all kinds of things which which is beautiful but the basic basic things are so simple so one thing is um the breathing like uh, no it's not so easy for any person whether advanced or novice to remember that when you are making love if you can bring your breath and your attention into your genitals just to begin with your whole sexual life can completely change and it's important to see that it shouldn't be something that makes you tense on the contrary the breath bringing breath into your genitals and i say that even more for men it's super important because you are ren rooted in the place where you are in that moment you're anchored into your genitals when you are making love then there is a possibility for you with your beloved to actually exchange something and uh, to have a kind of dialogue rather than a monologue because many see sex as a monologue it's like putting it in 
and going boom, boom, boom. And <laughs> yeah, that's the ordinary way. And uh, and doesn't matter how wonderful it can be, it's not what Tantra talks about. I mean, through the sexual organs, you can actually have an amazing dialogue with each other in silence, but um, some amazing stuff can happen, and it's so simple. So that's... Um, that's uh, for the man to breathe into the penis and for the woman to breathe into the breasts. Uh, then when this is when you have already warmed up. Eh? You, <laughs> you, it's better to do it when you warm up. I'm sure you might have heard about this, but it is very uh, simple and basic. And I think that's a technique that everybody can access. Radha, can I have a question? Um, yes. Does it mean like um, when you say inhaling into the sexual organs, you mean like um, uh, relaxing the belly and uh, imagining like the bre breathing coming through them? First of all, I didn't say inhaling. That's very important that you said it because uh, then I can say it even better. It's more about exhaling. It's more about breathing out through your mouth. And through the out breath, you focus on, as the man, on your genitals, and for the woman, on your breasts. But you don't try to stay in connection with the other. You just focus on your own breathing, and you just focus on imagining that your breath is coming out of your penis, of your lingam. And uh, in Tantra, the penis is called the lingam. And uh, for the woman, you imagine that your breasts become fountains through the breath, through the out breath. And you always breathe through the mouth in this case, because to inhale is try to bring something in. But in Tantra, all is about relaxation. All is about letting go. In yoga, you inhale. In Tantra, you exhale. So this is one. And the second technique. One more question about the breath. I just wanted to ask you. So when we inhale, we basically... Um, because you showed that when we exhale, there is... Uh, a kind of a more specific detailed process. But when we inhale, we do nothing. I mean, we do not imagine anything. We just concentrate on the exhale and what's happening during the exhale then. Again, remember my word is different. I don't say concentrate. I say focus. It's like you are taking a photograph. You see the whole picture, but there is only one place that you really want to make sure that is clear. And in this case, you focus on your genital and you breathe in a very deep, long and circular, slow, circular breath like this. Very long. And you don't focus on the inhale because then the body will take it by itself. The body will take the breath by itself. You don't have to focus on that. So when you're making love, 
you focus on the out breath and you focus especially on your genitals for you for men for women she focuses mostly on her breasts so that's that's a very simple practice that you can do yeah even this way i made uh, some sort of mistakes i had questions to ask so yes it's good it's very good thank you thank you yeah. and then i one more thing which i i like to combine with this is notice when you make love how serious and determined you are because most of the people when they have sex or they make love they are very serious and all their face becomes like a, somebody with a purpose <laughs> <laughs> and actually um, this is totally against the idea of letting things happen so what can be very helpful is you become aware at some point what, what kind of face do i have right now and <laughs> even though you are in the most exciting moment you just relax and uh, the most beautiful thing is to see a woman or a man smiling and laughing in something that has become so serious you know we have made sex and love a very serious thing so mm -hmm. lighten up yeah yes I, I but i understand i mean girls may be worried how they look at this moment does their belly look flat enough or and men may be worried okay does she have enough pleasure with me right now or no i think many things yeah. happening yes so it so, might be difficult sometimes a nice relaxing smile can already change everything but many times men or women they they think especially it's uh, easier for a woman to be more earthy and so for a woman is easier to laugh or cry during sex uh, but then a man will feel very strange why are you laughing at me you know do i have it too short <laughs> do i you know <laughs> or aren't you happy with my performance <laughs> And the other side, the woman is like, oh, maybe do I look too wild? Maybe, he, you know, do I look like, uh, you know, uh, too much of a wild woman? Am I too much? That would be, you know, the, the whole thing. So rather just relax and enjoy and make it beautiful. And it doesn't matter how it works in the beginning, but these very small tips can be a major technique that you can take for the rest of your life. Yes, it's definitely very, very helpful. I mean, just to remember <laughs> that we need to take it less seriously. I have yes. recently read that uh, people are the only creatures in the world who make so much fuss and make it so serious. Uh, I mean, the sex itself, sometimes yes. it's even like self-realization for, for people depends only on this, how they perform or not perform. So I, I, I totally agree. It's very important. Yes. Thank you, Rod. Thank you very much. Can you please share how people can connect with you? How can they learn more about you and what you do about your workshops? By the way, just in case, are you going to write another book? 
Is there anything <laughs> else? I don't know. People have been asking me for a long time, but uh, I don't know. And I only, you know, go by the moment. But you can look onto my website and that's uh, www.tantralife.com. And uh, that's in English. That part is in English. Dot com, -hmm. com, yes. Tantralife.com. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being with us and thank you for sharing. Thank you, my dear.